Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Pass in the Secret 2. I am joined by... I was going to say... Did you forget my name then? No, I was going to be like my doppelganger and then I was like, well, we t- it's not that we look alike, it's just that we always do the same jobs. We so actually I- did. To be fair, I feel like I sort of jump on your bandwagon. <laughs> I feel like you do a Sean and I'm like, oh, I'd quite like to do that as well. Can I do that? No, it's good. It's gonna come back around on me because you, you I, set you set that you set it for us. You like set it up for us. Thank no, you. I am a couple years older. So. I do just stalk you. No, I've actually not. never even thought of it like that. And now that I've spoke out loud, like I actually do just copy off your Vicky. This is Scarlet. Stop it! Because I, I actually tell, copy. No, I do. Oh my god, no, Vicky! I've actually never realised that before until now. I'm so sorry. I can't even be me. I'm just. I am Scarlett Patterson. Stupid. I've got to wet myself. No, it's going to come. Don't I'm 30 now, piss will come out. Babe, are you mad, mate? I can't even do a star jump. I'm 33. Like, what's going to happen when I have bands? R.I.P. me pelvic floor. <laughs> Fucking no joke. To be fair, My... you can get quite sexy nappies now. You can get sexy adult nappies now. Good, Like, where I they just so. look like normal pants. And listen, you know I'm not above promoting now. I'll be the face of tenor ladies, me. I'll happily do it at 33. Um, I no... love that. I always think those adverts where they're on the bike. Uh-huh. I think they look really cute, where they're, like, proper going for it on the bike and they're, like... Not even pissing myself while I'm riding this. I'm like, yeah, go on, girl. <laughs> Just like, or am I pissing myself and I'm not bothered? <laughs> Honestly, mate, please don't even start about that because it's going to come back around. Like, I look at some of the jobs you do now and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that next. Like, when I saw you on the bake off, I was like, do me agent, put a call in. Scarlet's done the bake off, it's my turn next. <laughs> See, we're helping each other out. Yeah, that's it. Northeast lasses giving each other a leg up. I'm all for it. Yeah, Don't you? I'm all for it as well. Yes. Right. So, I want to talk to you about so much stuff, but I've actually got snot coming out my nose. I'm laughing so much. So stop it. Stop being so hilarious for just sorry, one second. Sorry. You, um, I mean, whenever I get someone on the podcast, I always feel slightly nervous if they've got their own because I'm like god am I am I gonna do it the same way they do are they gonna think gosh she's such an amateur I'm so much better but actually I I didn't feel nervous when I had you on because your podcast is so different to mine I thought no one's gonna draw in no one's gonna draw any parallels but it's super successful and you're absolutely smashing it aren't you it's about conspiracy theories right yeah I mean it is yeah so Scarlett Moffat wants to believe and then I, me and my boyfriend's got like the polar opposite, like 
for fun, he likes doing things like flat pack furniture. Um, he's very organised. Whereas I'm the opposite. I'm very scatty. I like going out. So he doesn't believe in any conspiracies. And it's basically just me for like 40 minutes forcing him to believe like that the moon landing was a hoax or that aliens exist. And sometimes we get like fun guests on and stuff. You'll have to come on, Vicky. I'm You'll have to come on. But I am going to... We'll put it out there straight away. I'll be in Scott's camp. Like, I'm <gasps> not a believer. You won't Scott. buy the end, Vicky. You won't buy the end. <laughs> You're not believing aliens, man. Oh, nah. So I'm watching Stranger Things at the minute, right? I'm balls deep in series three. And I'm actually <laughs> really upset about the fact that it's going to be over soon. Um, so I think I'm slightly more open-minded than I was, say, last month. But no, nah, mate, I kind of get my head around it. I'm, I'm such a, I'm a real matter-of-fact person, I think. Um, but but like, drawn. right, looking from it from a matter of fact point of view, yeah. do you not think like so? You'll believe that we went to the moon, then, yeah? Well, I'd like to think, yeah. So, how can you think that we've just got little men in a spaceship and went all the way to the moon just for shits and giggles and then back again? But you can't believe that someone else from another planet have popped to our planet just to, just for shits and giggles to like pick a bit like I don't know, get a jug of the Pacific Ocean or get some grass or some sand from Egypt just to whack it in a museum? Like, surely you must think that that's viable. Do you know what I just took? Away from that, you calling Neil Armstrong and his pals little men? <laughs> I can't handle your when... body shaming the most famous astronauts in the world. No, because they look no, because they look really little when they're on the moon. They're not going to look big on the moon, Vicky. The little oh. men on the moon. So if it's you're looking in a telescope. Yeah, like, I don't mean they're actually physically small. I just mean when you're looking in a telescope in the moon. They look like little men, don't they? Well, I've got you. I thought you were, I thought you were literally, like, no, debunking I'm not, like, some sort of doing myth. him because he's, like, five foot five or out. I don't mind what size you are. <laughs> Poor bastard. Neil, someone please email me and tell me how tall Neil Armstrong is. I'm bad I'm going to Google it. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think he's alive. I don't think he's alive now, you know. Are you joking? No, I think he passed away like 2015. R.I.P. Neil. Oh God, I don't know actually. Should right. I check that? Because I, I feel I like, am I just saying people's dead when they're not? Right. Maybe we should Google it. Actually, Ori Aduba is ringing me right now, so he's FaceTiming actually, so I can't Google anything. Sorry, Ori. Oh yeah, he died 2012. Who? Ori. Who and Neil? Oh no, Neil. Neil. <laughs> so he's fucking FaceTiming a scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> 2012. Got you. All right. <laughs> I can't let go. I'm going to find out how tall he is. Okay, babe, do that. But as well... This is what... This is this is what... <laughs> 1.8 metres. I have no idea if that's tall or small. Put it in... Do feet and inches for us. Come yeah, because I'm only five foot, so to be fair, everyone's tall compared to me. <laughs> I'm about five... Oh, I see I'm five, six. It's more like five, five, if I'm honest. I'm a liar. Oh, I'm five, a high liar. Neil. Five, five eleven. eleven. That's always so not acceptable for a fella. Yeah, that's quite tall, that isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Scarlet Muffet, <laughs> you, you tiny liar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I did not think we would be looking at the height of Neil Armstrong when I said, let's do this podcast. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is what I treat my guests to on Ring Pass in the Secret <laughs> 2. It's a real roller coaster. How are then? So. I like wizards. I like Harry Potter and wizards and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Is that a conspiracy theory or is that just entire make-believe? Have I got the wrong end of the stick? Well, 
Well, do you, it depends. Like, do you think that Harry Potter is real? Yes. Or do you know that it... Absolutely. Yeah. And I just didn't get my letter. Like, it kills me every day. <laughs> do you think no, like, f- see... Formal See, I'm more, of a, I'm more of a Lord of the Rings person, me. Oh, yeah, honestly, mate. Anything with the dragon and I'm into it. Like, yeah. yeah. Although, what's that Game of Thrones? Have you watched that? Oh, so I tried to watch Game of Thrones when it first came out and me and me dad, yeah. we both love like dragons and swords and knights yeah. and all the rest of it. So I thought this is going to be something me and him can kind of bond over. So we started watching it and honestly, mate, everyone's just shagging. Yeah, like there's a lot. It's it's very freaky. Yeah, and it's so awkward to watch like a brother and sister shagging when you're with your dad. So (laughs) I can I just say I did do goggle box, and um, I can clarify (laughs) that yes, watching sex scenes with your mum and dad is absolutely horrific, (laughs) especially when you're watching Doggin on Channel Four and you've got to sit there while there's people in owl masks talking about the sexual experiences in a wood, and you're just like, this is normal. I'm so sorry. I just tried to lecture you about watching TV with your family. I just cannot believe I did that. It is awkward though, isn't it? It's awful. So so we abandoned Game of Thrones because I literally couldn't watch anyone. I couldn't see any more tits with me dad. So I I, I did sack it off, but I I might pick it up again. I think it's definitely definitely worth revisiting given my, um, given me like my tastes and that. So yeah, wizards could just, be let's real. just not watch it with parents. Nah, mate, definitely not. Yeah, I'm, I'm a... <laughs> so, so you've got the podcast with Scott. He yeah. is a non-believer. You're you're a believer. Does that get in the way of your relationship, or is it like on opposites attract thing? Honestly, like I know that they do say opposites attract, and like. But because I feel like in the past, maybe that was where I was going wrong. I go for people with quite yeah. big personalities, very chatty, sort of life and soul of the party. Then I realised two life and souls of the party, that's not a thing. That's a competition. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an aggressive dance-off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's... That's like when you're at a wedding and then you'd be like dancing and like people will be laughing. But then your partner starts joining and you're like, oh, no. And you start really like going for it. So I've realised now that like Scott is just, he's just such a lovely, kind person. And he's just like, he's just so chilled and he's got like a really sensible job. He's a police officer. And so sometimes he does like bring me back down to earth. Do you know what? It's so true though. And like one of the things that everyone remarks about you and people love about you, mate, is you've not changed your remain super down to earth you're just really normal relatable and likable and it is because you've got people like that around you and whether before scott was on the scene it was your mom and dad and your sister and now it's him like i think it's super important like you notice the people in the industry or in in life whatever who become like unrelatable they're the people who've got like yes people around them like sick of fans yes it doesn't matter if you're late you're fucking vicky patterson and yeah they'll wait for you and do you know what I mean that was so funny you're so funny I you should have your own show you're so funny like you know those people who are around you and you think 
if I was surrounded by you all the time, I'd be such an arsehole. I'd believe yeah. my own hype. But when you've got those people around you, like Scott or like your mum, I always remember me crying once to me mum because I'd been on holiday and someone had took loads of shit pap pictures of us, right? Yeah. And uh, I'd been having a drink with my mates. I think I was in Ibiza and I was pissed and I didn't realise, like I didn't have me wits about us. And I was saying to me mum, they're just from all the worst angles and I'd been working really hard at the gym and I was crying and she just looked straight back at me proper deadpan and went get a hold of yourself eat these people fucking dying <laughs> I mean when you put it like that yeah you can't really argue with that logic can you not me honestly in the same way Scott says to you like yeah well <laughs> someone blew up at my it hasn't, today yeah do you know what I mean like is it because they'd been sat there dead for like three weeks or something. And I'm like, yeah, you can't, I can't really get that stressed about sort of like the fact that there was no hot food on the train or something. Like sometimes, sometimes I think you do need like a reality check of like, oh, man, you, you are just being a bit dramatic. Because I am quite, well, I think you've got to be a bit dramatic to be in this industry. Well, yeah. Like I was always that kid that like embellished the truth a little <laughs> oh. bit. Like I always remember saying to me mum and dad that I just really wanted the role of Mary in the nativity play. Yeah. To the point where I didn't. I got angel number three uh-huh. and and I just lied. I just went, yeah. I'm Mary. So my whole family went to see me. I was the only angel whose bedsheets had been dyed blue by a man thinking I was Mary. And then, and then, yeah, I wasn't. It was a girl called Jill who got it every year. Do you know what? I Every think, year. And I think I think I the teachers were just think. just hating on us because they had a monobrow and they didn't want Mary to have a monobrow. That's what I think it was. <laughs> Is that a conspiracy theory, Scarlett? <laughs> That's fact. Fact. Oh. <laughs> Monobrowist. Solid. Solid fact. Brilliant. That'll be why your school doesn't exist anymore, mate. Bullying like yeah, that probably. is why your school no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> I am so, so happy that I'm talking to you now. Like, you so we both, I was going to say we've both hit 30 recently and it would just be a lie. I am 33 mm-hmm. and you are 30. Like I'm well in my 30s now, but we're in my 30, so we've got that in common. Yeah. And it feels like you've overcome a lot of stuff to be thriving and happy and comfortable with yourself in your 30s. And I just wanted a proper pat you on the back for that, mate. Like sometimes I look at the press or um, I can look at Instagram or whatever and get so agitated on your behalf because I know the real you and I know that you're just a lovely girl from County Durham who is who's funny and friendly and super grateful for where she is and it just irritates me that anybody would have anything negative to say about you. So I love so much that you are now fucking so happy got a wicked fella even if he doesn't believe in conspiracy theories he seems like a pretty nice guy <laughs> you're just smashing it so i just wanted to fangirl you a little bit there and pat you on the back mate for everything you've come through oh thank you <laughs> i feel that for you as well though like i just think on, honestly like and my mum always said like i have only been 30 for like a month and a bit now but my mum always says when you get to your 30s like it's just the best time because you're just don't care like you're your own person you don't try and sort of put yourself into a box you don't try and think this is the type of person I am you're just you and I honestly do feel like I just 
I just don't care. Like, but in a good way, not like, oh, I've just completely let myself go and I don't give a shit. Just like, <laughs> I do not care. Like, I've come to realise that, you know, if someone doesn't like us, that is actually fine. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Not, not everyone has to like us. And, you know, when I do get like a bit of like, hate on Instagram and stuff like I do just message people now I used to call them out I used to sort of go why are you being like this whereas now I just message them privately and I just literally send the number to the Samaritans and I just say you know yeah because I I just think I just think they need someone to talk to because I think a lot of the times trolls and and bullies are trying to fit in. I think they post a comment out there in the hope that other people join in and they're sort of in this sort of community of hatred. Mm. So that's why I message them and just say, look, it's just like it's better to not be in in that group. Like there's other ways of like being involved. But I do think because of like COVID and everything and the lockdown, I do think people are getting nicer because I think we're all sort of part of a group of like just being stuck in the house. So I think everyone can appreciate like let's just be a little bit nicer to each other. Well, I hope. I do definitely think since lockdown 2.0, everyone's (laughs) been a little bit nicer. I think, like, first of all, let me just commend you on the way you deal with trolls. Like, I've been in the industry 10 years almost, which is a scary thing to say. And I'm scared to say out loud in it. I am really fucking getting old, mate. But um, (laughs) it's... And I still struggle, like on good days, I can easily just say like, oh God, I'm sorry you feel that way. And like, or even just ignore it or just be like, listen, hun, like, it sounds like you're having a bad day. I'm going to block you because you're arguing with the nice people on my page and we don't really want that energy. Like I can be like really measured with me replies, you know what I mean? And not send some, a really emotive, irrational thing back. But like, Sometimes when I'm angry and when I'm having a bad day and when I'm on my period and I miss my mom and I've had a row with her, do you know what I mean? It's so difficult for me to bite my tongue and, and be that version of myself that I would love to be all the time. Sometimes they get old school Geordie Shaw for me. And I hate that version. Like she's she's packed away very neatly in a box now predominantly (laughs) but every so often someone will get that version on social media and I will sit there all night literally hating myself for doing so and I give them what what I want I think sometimes Vicky you're really harsh on yourself like god like if I was filmed when I was 23 like do you know what I mean I just think like sometimes you're so harsh on yourself like I think if people are honest like everyone when we like younger is a different version of ourselves because yeah. we've got to just learn from that and like and I just think like god if my nights out were filmed <laughs> like people would be like are you okay hon <laughs> do you know what I mean like half the time I'm stood on the dance floor on my own dancing because no one wants to dance with us and I just think like don't be so harsh on yourself I like Geordie Shaw Vicky Oh, that was babe. part of you as well, and I like you. So don't be harsh on yourself. Oh, bless you, mate. I mean, that's really <laughs> kind. And But I, I do think the new, like, sort of the grown-up, mature version of me could do with a little bit less calling people cunts online. <laughs> yeah, maybe's don't do that. Maybe's don't do that, Si. Just, just think grow up a bit, Vic. Fucking 32. What are you doing? It's probably this, this person's probably 12. Just fuck. Can grow up. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to see. <laughs> I can't oh, all right, I thought you were a Jordan. I'm actually, 
I'm actually, I'm actually under the duvet. I'm actually under a duvet, so the sound sounds better. I'm sweating now. Oh, I'm gonna have to lift the duvet. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> no, so before before I let you go, because I'm conscious that you are under. For everyone else who needs a bit of context, Scarlett has. <laughs> put herself under a duvet yeah. in a desperate bid to get better sound quality um yeah. really so i no- am sweating my tits off <laughs> bless that so let's wrap this up mate i love that you're happy i love that you've accepted your shape i love that you found scott i love that you're doing amazing jobs and flying the flag for the northeast um but it hasn't always been as easy as that and you have had some shitty fellas and some rubbish trolls and some just quite frankly dark moments to contend with throughout your career and everyone's had a tough moment in 2020 but the fact is like you still are just being so honest and so open and so unapologetically you and I think that's why you're loved that's why you're still like making great tv and so many people can relate to you so that's what I want to ask you Scarlett I want to know what is your secret to being unapologetically you oh thank you do you know what um my dad always says that bullies and trolls are like sandpaper and the more they wear you down the more polished you become and I think I, I always just I always just think that and, and I just think that is true because I'd never want anyone to feel how I felt on dark days. And I just think you've got to just accept that all that matters in life is that you're a kind person. And honestly, anything after that is a bonus. So I just think as long as I know that I'm being kind to others and the people that love us and even sometimes the people that don't love us, then... I can be unapologetically myself because I'm not doing any harm. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? It's that, as simple as that. It is, <laughs> I love your dad. And that is such a gorgeous sentiment to end on. Like, I believe kindness over everything, man. It wins. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you are proof of that. If you've got a good heart and you're kind, you will get ahead. And it's a lovely... You can get away with abs- having absolutely no talent at all. I oh, know. You can we're, just wing it. You can just wing it. Robin and Lewin. <laughs> 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 I can't even go. Right, Scarlett, tell us what you've got coming up next. Because I, I or because it'll be nice to know what I'm going to do next as well. I'm going to oh. start. Cop- I'm going to start copying your career now. <laughs> tell me what you. <laughs> tell me what you're doing. <laughs> So I've just finished filming um, a show called Love Bites, mm-hmm. which is starting on ITV2 <gasps> on the 30th of November. Yes! So really on. soon. I'm so excited. It's like all of the things I love on telly. It's like dating. So like trying to find love and cooking. Oh, man, so I'm, I'm, I think I think you'll like it, Vicky. I think you'll like it. I will like it. And I like it so much, I'm going to do season two. <laughs> <laughs> Why Why should we stop doing this now? Do you know what I mean? I, I agree. I agree. Let's go for it, mate. Let, honestly, it's been such a pleasure having you on. I can't wait to watch Love Bites on the 30th of November. I'm definitely going to be a guest on your podcast when that starts up. Oh, You've been you. from one queen to another, Scarlett. Keep smashing it. I absolutely love you. Thank you.
Oh, isn't she just as cute as a bunny in a bow tie? I absolutely love Scarlet Moffat. It was so amazing to get her on. I hope you guys enjoyed having her as a guest as much as I did. I know I'm absolutely buzzing for our new show. God, and I'm loving the series of I'm a Celeb. Oh, just such great telly at the moment. It's making lockdown bearable, isn't it? Guys, if you are loving the podcast, please don't forget to send a little email in to vicpattersonpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me how you're finding it. Leave a review if you want. Tell your mates about it. Do all of the lovely podcasty things because I'm loving making it so much. And quite frankly, it's given us a purpose in lockdown and we'll all need one. Thanks so much, guys. See you next week. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.